community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. Our first Friday. Thanks for being up and Adam. I'm Adam Montiel. Tonight, looking forward to the Christmas parade. Downtown Slow's big holiday parade tonight, 7 p.m. kicks off. I will be announcing from the corner of Osos and Monterey, next to the new open air flowers. I've been at this corner for like maybe 15, 16 years. It is it's so much fun. I love the Christmas parade. I'm going to be out there with Lady I Fancy. We're going to be doing it together. Also, uh, my intern from the radio, Grace Bennett. We're going to give her some mic time. She is a super talented young lady. Uh, she's doing some radio stuff at KCPR, I understand. So we're going to get her out there uh, in front of some folks, too. I just can't wait to see you tonight. If you are going to be out at the parade, make sure you come by, say hi, and uh, let us know how you're doing. Thank you so much in advance. If you have rated, reviewed, and subscribed to the podcast, shared it with a friend, it means so much. You rate it five stars, you drop a review. I love it. It makes my day. I want to thank some folks who have done that. Shay Zums says, glad to have Adam back. Now my morning routine of listening to Adam Montiel can continue. Thank you, Shay Zums. Uh, Red Teresa, excited to continue to listen to Adam. He has a great gift for telling stories. Oh, Teresa. And bringing people together. His podcasts are a must. Subscribe and listen. She should be my agent. I love this one. Uh, Jim J. Savoring Slow. First show was the same Adam that the Central Coast knows and loves. Congratulations. Thanks, Jim. Uh, here's Lexi B. I'm so excited to be able to hear Adam again. I was a longtime listener of his radio show, and now this podcast is even better. Nice just to hear what's happening without all the music and other fluff, and I can listen to him anytime. Thank you, Lexi B. You get me. You see me. You see me. So thank you very, very much, sincerely, for taking time to drop a note and leave a review on the podcast. It means a ton. What do we got going on today? One of my favorites, Judge Jarvis, is going to be on. He was on my morning show a bunch. He is one of a kind. And we have a unique story. We would do like, am I the jerk kind of things with him, Judge Jarvis. And today I got a quandary. It's a local situation, too, that we are going to put to the judge. Black robe, bring the gavel. It is on. Judge Jarvis will be here in a little bit. We're going to break down a local story, some a local saga, and see who is right, who is wrong. Uh, we're going to talk to Joe Lee from the General Store. So happy this week. They jumped on board our first week. They've always been so supportive. Love what they're doing. They're a must-stop for your holiday shopping. Get into the General Store Paso, and we will have Joe Lee on. Let's get into some lo-fi headlines. Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. Well, first, it's local. It's tonight. It is the holiday parade, downtown Slow. Events manager Maggie Kovac is up and Adam. Great to chat with you. It is so good to talk to you, Adam. How are you doing? I am good. It is the first Friday of Up and Adam, so it's the end of a first big, long, wonderful week. How exciting! I know. Well, it is a pretty big day here too. It is the first day of December, which 
first Friday of December, which means that it is our holiday parade. I'm so excited. I have been so looking forward to this. I've been on that corner of Osos and Monterey for maybe like 15, 16 years. I just love Incredible. the Downtown Slow Holiday Parade. So much fun. lot to look forward to tonight. Yes, we are so excited. And you know, that corner, you're still there. It's changed. It's now open air flowers. So you're going to have a really great backdrop to your announcing. Beautiful. Uh, are you still planning to bring your intern out? Yes, my intern, Grace Bennett from Up and Adam in the Morning. She's going to come help us out a little bit, get her on the announcing. I think it'd be fun for her. Yeah, that's cool. Thank you for asking. Well, that is so special. We're really excited for it. Well, we've got a really big parade. Yeah, we've got Erica, the mayor, uh, City of Slow. We have 87 total entries this year. Wow. It is massive. So we have a really great just kind of microcosm of Slow. We have businesses, local nonprofits, city departments. We just have so many people that are really excited to be involved uh, this year. There are 30 new participants, so a third of our parade is going to be brand new to it. Wow. And we're stoked about that. Yeah, that's really neat. Mm-hmm. I love the high school bands. Cal Poly Band comes through. All these things are so much fun. Yep. Yeah, opening with Cal Poly Band this year. They're following with their cheer team, uh, Tascadero High School Band. We've got Mustangs, Cal Poly Band. Uh, really great. Uh, I think We've got some really, really fun ones uh, new this year. Brass Mash is going to be in the final lineup of the parade. Cool. Uh, yeah, Samba Loca with their drums. Really fun. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. So tonight, what time are we kicking things off? Kicking off at 7 p.m. All right, 7 p.m. tonight, Downtown Slow, the place to be. Maggie Kovac is here. She's the events manager for Downtown Slow. And you are relatively new in this position. I've got a a chance to (laughs) see your face a few times since, and I'm so excited. You've always got a a lot of enthusiasm, big smile on your face all the time. How have you been adjusting and getting settled in? Oh, well, thank you, Adam. Um, Yeah, it's been great. You know, Nisha's been the events manager for the last five years, and she's still on with Downtown Slow, so that's been wonderful. She's got me up to speed. I started in September and just hit the ground running with the holidays. Right. Really, really fun. We got Maggie Kovac. Mm -hmm. She is the events manager for Downtown Slow. I can't wait to see you tonight. Make sure you come by, uh, which will no doubt be your favorite corner, Osos and Monterey. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait. Thanks a lot, Maggie. Thank you so much for being up and Adam. Can't wait to talk to you again. All right. I'll talk to you soon. See you tonight. Thanks so much to Maggie, Downtown Slow. Also, thanks to McClintock's. These guys, the place to be since 1973. That's 50 years. McClintock's has been just legendary. Of course, the steakhouse in Shell Beach, the saloon. I'm digging the McClintock's recipe 15. This is a whiskey. They collab with the folks from Maker's Mark. Private selection, one-of-a-kind expression. Maker's Mark exclusively created this whiskey for McClintock's. Great place for your holiday party. And a great place to have some water almost get poured on your head, but not. Love McClintock's. McClintock's.com. Thanks so much to everyone over there for supporting and being up and at them. Well, you know, I love stories of good news. This one, a lot of people missed this story over the Thanksgiving break. Last Thursday, a half-built high-rise in England, it caught fire. And a very skilled crane operator saved the day and a construction worker who was stuck on the roof. He saw him signaling for help. He attached a cage to the crane, lifted it up so the guy could climb in. A two-minute video has been making the rounds online. You can tell how dire it was listening to people in the background. Get 
He's obviously trying to get it open. Oh my God, in a second there won't be nothing to open. He's trying to get in, he's getting in. He's in! He's in! Just a wild video. The crane operator, 65-year-old Glenn Edwards, he said the windy conditions made it pretty tough. But he downplayed the whole thing saying, quote, I don't want to blow it up too much. I'm not that sort of person. Man, that is a great story. Local story of Bear. Downtown Slow in the creek? I saw a picture of it. What is this? I'm pinch zooming in. Leanne Standage is the executive director of the Slow Museum of Art. Sent me this picture. It looks like a little baby bear holding like a like a cane or something. It's perched on a rock. And at first I thought, is this like a moving photo, like a live photo? I'm trying to watch it. It's not. You zoom in. I don't know if somebody put this there, how long it's been there, but I'd love to know if you've seen this, know the story behind it. Is this a stuffed animal? It looks like it's like a a statue, but it looks pretty real. On the picture, I posted it on my story today. It's pretty, it looks like a wild bear just chilling like Animal Planet, National Geographic in the creek, right between the Museum of Art and Novo. I guess the bear heard that Novo just redid their whole restaurant up front and they wanted to see it. I don't know. Check out the picture on my story and let me know if you've seen or heard anything about this. I want to get to the bottom of it. And thanks for the text to Leanne. Check out the pic. We've talked a lot about Chopped this week. This is a different shop. This is the restaurant chain, C-H-O-P-T. They're getting a lot of bad press for this and it's pretty on brand. If you're not familiar, Chopped has about 80 locations around the country. They call themselves a creative salad company. It's the main thing that they serve. But a Connecticut woman named Allison Kazi just filed a lawsuit after an ingredient she did not ask to end up in her salad. She was eating her salad when she started chewing something very weird. And eventually she realized she was gnawing on a part of someone's finger. According to the lawsuit, manager of the store was chopping arugula, lopped off part of her left index finger, had to be rushed to the ER, but the store stayed open and they even still served some of the lettuce that she'd been preparing. You'd be surprised, this happens more than you think. I know somebody who was working at a restaurant here and cutting deli meat, those things are so sharp, you can lose a slice, a piece of your finger, in a second you wouldn't even know it till like a couple seconds after it's done. This accident happened in April, but Allison just filed a lawsuit earlier this week. Her lawyer says she's been dealing with all kinds of stress, anxiety, panic attacks for months. They didn't reveal how much she is suing for. What do you think you deserve for getting a little bit of finger? You order a salad, get a little finger on the side. What is that? I mean, it's a couple hundred thousand. I mean, is it a hundred thousand? I don't even know what a finger. What do you get for a finger? Okay, that story's gross. Before we talk to Judge Jarvis and he presides over this story, I want to thank our friends at Dow Vineyards for being up and at him. DowVineyards.com. I'm excited to go up there tomorrow for the uh, media dinner for Cab Franc Day. Been a while since I tasted up there. It is such a great experience. Get your reservation. Check out DowVineyards.com. And thank you for giving us our Community Uncorked segment. We're picking things back up on Monday. We're going to have some really big news with our breaking and entering Christmas, some developments as we zero in on a family. It's happening. So check out DowVineyards.com and thank them for being up and at them. Up and at them. Lo-fi headlines. All right. All rise. Court is now in session. Judge Jarvis presiding. Yo. Yo, how are you, bro? What it do? What it do? You good? I'm always good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I was just uh, doing some dishes. You know, I'm at the crib now. I'm cleaning up. So we got a new podcast, bro. Yeah, yeah. I seen it. Um, I seen you. You posted something about it or whatever. 
I, I knew you was gonna do something. I say no exactly, you know. You didn't you didn't let nobody know exactly what you was gonna do and what direction you was going in, so let's do a Judge Jarvis. Can we can we put the robe on and do a Judge Jarvis? I got a local one for you. Oh yeah, I'm with that. Uh what and what's local? What's local? Well, I don't wanna say exactly what town it's in, but it's on the central coast. Here, and I got to be very careful with the things that I say because I don't want to let any business names out or any of this, but I'm going to give you the lowdown and it's not going to be like something that was submitted that I can just easily read. I know the situation because it was told to me, so I have to kind of, you know, recount it to you. All right, all right, all right. So, so this is not like uh, uh, "Am I the Jerk" situation. No, it kind of, it kind of is. It's kind of like "Who is the Jerk?" I want you to. Well, but it, but as far as you didn't get it off of Reddit, this is something that you right. know and yes, okay, you understand what I'm saying. All right, all right, all right. All right, here all right we go. I dig. So, I dig. All right, the black robes on, gavel ready to go. There is a. Home. I am ready. I am ready. To to be fair and impartial. There is a hotel locally <clears throat> that features different pieces of art. I know someone who contracted with an artist to sculpt this beautiful piece of art and he toured it around the country and liked it so much he actually paid, you know, 40, 50,000, I think. It's an expensive piece of art to have another one made. And this person who did this was, it was touring around the country, things like that. And they were putting it at this hotel under like a contract of loan. Like they were letting it sit there to be appreciated. Well, then the artist comes and says, I want that piece. I want that piece back. It's, they, they believe it is theirs. I don't think there was any alert or discussion made with the person who purchased the art, arranged for it to be sitting at this site to say, hey, the artist is gonna come pick this up. So when the person who purchased the piece of art goes back, it's gone. And he's like, oh, what? And the artist, their attorney, from what I understand, sent a letter to the site saying, this belongs to the artist, the artist is gonna come take it. And they're like, oh, okay. Now, one of the argument that this person made was like Steve Jobs or Tim Cook, Apple, right? They own iPhones, they own the iPhone. But that doesn't mean, just because they have the intellectual property behind the iPhone, it doesn't mean they can come up to me and take my iPhone out of my hands and take it. So this person is like, whoa, hotel, you just let them take my piece of art. And then he's like, whoa, artist, you just stole your piece of art that you made, but that I paid for. So who do you think is in the right in this situation? Judge Jarvis. The person who bought the piece of art is in the right. And like, we're like, I don't know if you want me to like legally break down or morally break it down, but as far as legally break it down, the person who bought the piece of art is in the right 100% because they bought the art. They could, they could do whatever they want with it. They could loan it out to a hotel if they'd like to, or they could loan it out to their cousin. They could put it on display. If somebody wanted to, to give them money to put it on display at the Louvre for $90 billion, they could do that because they bought the art. It's theirs. It's no longer the artist's. Yes, it was, but it, like, you know what I mean? That's like if, if you are an artist and you make a painting and I buy the painting from you, I can have whatever hotel I want display this piece of art that I bought because it's mine. I bought it from you. You can't then go in that hotel and be like, well, I painted that. So, so I think that you should give it back to me. It's mine. It's not yours. If I bought it from you, it's mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, like you sold it. It's not yours. Yes, you painted it, but it's not yours anymore. You sold it to me. 
Like that'd be like any person who's ever done any work on any house being like, Oh, this is mine now. I did the roof on this house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a contractor, I did the roof on this house. This house isn't technically mine. Like, no, it's not. Like you know what I mean? You got you got paid for the work that you did and then and you sold the work that you did. You understand what I'm saying? You right. sold that yeah, yeah, by yeah. getting paid for it. It's not yours anymore. Yes, you did the work, but like it's not yours anymore. You sold that. So I think the the person who the artist who went back to the or who who went to the hotel and was like, ah, oh, this is my art. I did this art. I think they're a piece of trash because what are you doing? If you know you sold that art, then what are you doing? They can do whatever they'd like to do with it. It yes, sucks sir. that yeah you you made this awesome piece of art, but like I said, if if the Louvre con- contracts me, you know what I mean over in France and says this is amazing, we got wind of this thing on Instagram and it's on Facebook and it's going crazy. We would love to display it. We'll give you a million dollars. That's that has nothing to do with the person who made the art. Now that's me. That I bought this. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my piece. The sound legal parsings of Judge Jarvis. So, so good. So profound. I agree. No, I, I think that, I mean, as I understand the story, that's exactly how I recounted it as even as I possibly could. And that's that's the verdict from Judge Jarvis. Well, uh, look, I'm trying to be fair and impartial. And the only way you can, I mean, like, I don't see any other way to be fair and impartial. Okay. They sold their art. It's not their art anymore. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? You, you can't make something for someone and then decide that it's yours because you made it. Verdict in, that's the get, that's it, gavel's down? Bang the gavel. Bang the gavel, all right. Yeah, so I wanna do more of these with you. I'm gonna call you and get more from Judge Jarvis. I miss you, man, and I'm glad that we're back up and running on Up and Adam. I always enjoy talking to you, and uh, yeah, let's connect again. Always, uh, I'm, I'm always available, you know what I mean? I be, I live life out here, you know what I'm saying? I don't just sit in a, in a room and wait for your phone call, but <laughs> I'm always available. So as long as we can set something up, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm always willing to talk and whatnot. All right. Thanks, brother. I appreciate you. Love you, man. Million. Million. All rise. And thank you to the Honorable Judge Jarvis. There he is, the one and only Judge Jarvis. All right, don't forget, big holiday party tonight, downtown Slow. Starts at 7 p.m. I will be announcing from the corner of Osos and Monterey. Lady I Fancy and I, I'm excited to be doing this with her. We've done it together for the last few years. Also, my intern, Grace Bennett, from The Morning Show, she is going to join us. I really liked her. She did a great job. It is just such a fun, festive time, so hopefully we will see you there. All right, excited to talk to Joe Lee. She is from the general store, Paso Robles. These gals have been supporting me for a long time. I'm so thrilled that they jumped over here to Up and Adam. They are like your direct connect to all kinds of local artisanal producers. They have all kinds of stuff at the store. You got to check out the store, 12th Street across from the park, downtown Paso, General Store Paso. Jolie, it is so good to talk to you. Thank you for being Up and Adam, and thank you for your love and support. I can't thank you ladies enough. Oh my gosh, we're we're just so excited for you, Adam. As I told you, a lot of the biggest professional moves I've ever made came as a result of a little bit of a gentle or not so gentle little nudge, little push. And um, I just think you're ready and we're all ready for it too. So congratulations. If you would have asked me three, four weeks ago when I was going through all those stages of just like, you know, chaos. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, you're a little angry, a little depressed, you're accepting things, you're, you're hopeful. If you would have told me three, four weeks ago that I would be sitting where things are at now and I would have 
had a thought like, man, you should have laid me off a couple of years ago. Like I, I would, it would never have even concerned, like, it wouldn't have even occurred to me. And when that fog clears, and thank you for saying that because mm-hmm. I talked to like Ian Parkinson and Mike Siner. These people never been laid off a day in their life. I'm like, come on, these charmed guys. And then, but no, you're right. These, <laughs> these, these moments that when you're, you know, pushed out of the nest, you're never more alive and things, exciting things can be born from them. They can. And I mean, gosh, I was working for a dot-com when I was laid off and I, I thought, oh my gosh, this is my whole identity was tied up in this dot-com I was working for. And I thought, well, who am I if I'm not this? Yeah. And I've had two whole lives since then. And you will too. It's just, it's just, I'll hope to have a couple more, but um, it's been, I'm, it's just a joy to hear you so excited. And it's, it's time. We need something like this. There's a lot going on in the central coast and it's, it's an easy and great way for us to all keep informed. It's 10 years since you and the ladies created the General Store Passerobles, and it has been a an incredible 10 years for you. I mean, you guys not only feature all different kinds of artisan producers, of makers of really all things, but you have this store that is just this hub of community and, and good vibes, and you got through a global oh. pandemic, and here we are <laughs> 10 years later. It's, it's really exciting to see how you guys have grown. That is so kind. And it's funny that you were used the word hub because that's actually in our vision. In, in when we created the store, we wanted to be a hub of all things community. So that means a lot. Um, we couldn't be, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our local customers and also for so many people making incredible things on the central coast. We're just, I mean, I'm sitting, I'm actually in the loft in our office, which is looking down and I just see boxes and boxes of this great local stuff. I see, yes, cocktail mixers on a cart ready to go out. I see Mrs. B's honey mustard. I see so many boxes of almond brittle from Paso Almonds that our bookkeeper cannot open the drawers to her filing cabinet. She's laughing right now because we have so many boxes stacked up ready to go. So if it wasn't for all that, we would not be here and we're very grateful for it. Well, for years you would come in the studio and soon I'm going to be coming into your place and getting some fun content from the General Store Paso. I can't wait. Until then, I'm just excited to know what is the vibe in the store right now as we get into the holidays <laughs> it's um it's really it's great we're trying very hard to be balanced which is not easy this time of year it's loud and it's physical i don't know how people wear beautiful long flowy dresses all of our neighbors firefly and all the shops downtown they wear the most beautiful clothes to work and we're like um how do you do it? Because we're in jeans and we're in our aprons and we're in our Birkenstocks and we're just like, let's go. So um, it's a really fun time of year. And and also, I'm really excited to say, because people are so generous with their shopping with us, we were able to make a donation that's really meaningful to us. Um, over the holiday weekend, the Thanksgiving weekend, we were able to make a donation of 10% of our sales to World Central Kitchen. And that means that over 400 people got meals because people chose to shop locally. Wow. Which to me is just that's beautiful. Huge. Yeah. And then the rest of the year, we support, because our customers support us, we support Echo, and we feed 80 people a month. Um, What an incredible organization. And again, if we didn't have customers who made the effort to come down and shop in person, we wouldn't be able to do those things. And that really makes it meaningful. It's a lot more than just like, hey, we run a little gift store. You know, we feel a part of this community. You have so much going on. And it's like, I always have to have my my one big shop <laughs> that I do. And you guys are so helpful. It's like you walk around like you're, you, you treat people like you're like, a, they're, they're concierge. You'll walk around with them, give them ideas. I love it. And as busy as you ladies are, you guys are always willing to help people around all the cool stuff you got. What are some of the things flying off the shelf? I know you guys are always a good curator of books. What's going on inside now? 
Okay, well, I have to pull it together because, um, first of all, you know I love cookbooks. We all love our cookbooks. And I am so proud when we had our cookbook table laid out last week, NPR came out with their top cookbooks of the year. And we had, like, of the 15 or so, we had nine of them on our table. Nice. We were so excited. That's the quality of books that are coming out and that, that we have them here we love. So one of them is called 100 Morning Treats. It's by Sarah Kiefer. It's muffins, rolls, biscuits, sweet and savory breakfast spreads, and more. This book is so gorgeous. And if you have anyone in your life that likes to bake, um, people go online for a lot of their recipes, Adam, but there is still something for a lot of chefs and home cooks about having a book where you turn the pages, they get a little bit, you know, get a little oil on there, they get worn in. There's just something really cozy and soulful about having an actual cookbook. So 100 Morning Treats is one we're selling a lot of that we love. Someone's coming up the stairs. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you know that Jillian and Aaron have never, ever been on, they never, ever talked on the radio before. That's right. Yeah. My, my partners and Jillian just walked up the stairs because she promised me that if we were on your podcast, that she would say hello on the air. Oh, Jillian. I know. Awesome. Hold on. Hello. Hello, Jillian. Jillian. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. It's been a, it's been an incredible week. I'm so thankful for the support that you guys have uh, for years given and continue to give. I just love you guys, and I can't wait to oh, come visit you. we love you. you, too. We're so excited for this new venture, and you're already doing so great. We're so happy for you and proud of you, and wishing you all the best and all the love. Well, it is so nice to hear your voice. I, again, like Jolie said, I don't get a chance to talk to you on the air a lot. So thank you, Jillian, for jumping on. No, we're generally very afraid of speaking in public, Aaron and I. But, so I'm going to pass you right back to Miss Jolie here. You did a fine job. Back to work. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. All right. See ya. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that just happened. A momentous occasion in broadcast history. <laughs> Broadcasting history was just made, everybody. <laughs> Jillian Waters. <laughs> I was like, you guys, will you say hi? And they're both like, no. <laughs> so here's another book that I am so excited about because I'm of a certain age uh, where many of us went to see this movie in the theaters. This book is called Surely You Can't Be Serious, <laughs> The True Story of Airplane, the movie. Uh, did, you, did you see that movie? Of course. It is an absolute classic. And don't call me Shirley, by the way. <laughs> Don't call me. Oh, my God. My mom took my brother, sister, and I to see Airplane. And I remember all the whole movie, she just kept taking her hand and slapping it over our faces so we couldn't see. Right. And then she would put her hand over someone else's because it was so inappropriate, but also so funny. And one of my favorite memories with my mom. So this book is about the making of that movie. And it's really wonderful because it also has all these comments from people who were impacted, like comedians and writers who were impacted by the movie. I'm giving it to my mother for sure. She better not be listening. But I think it's one of those gifts that people will, will share with each other and it'll make people laugh. And that's one of the things we really, really love. That is so, so those cool. are a couple of the books, Adam, that we're super excited about. And then I want you to come into the store so I can walk you through some things and have you taste something. I can't so wait. Will you do that? I, I will. You're busy. Uh, no, I would love to do that. I'll come up there in the next week or so and get the lowdown on everything holiday related. Cause you know, I got to do my big shop there. I'm so excited that you're helping out once again, like every year are breaking it during Christmas that is dialing in. So I'll be soon letting you know about a family off the year that we're going to be you always make beautiful baskets for and uh, oh my gosh hold on adam go ahead aaron my second business partner my sister it coming up the stairs to say hi to you to see the look at her face she's like i can't believe you're making me do this hold on hi adam aaron how are you it's nice to chat with you 
Well, you're not going to really chat. You're just going to get a high from me. But I'm doing fantastic. Well, at least let me tell you this. I'm wonderful. And at least let me tell you while I have you just for a second, because I I normally talk to Jolie and I I took the chance when I had Jillian on the phone. Thank you so much, Aaron, for your love and support all these years. Thank you for, you know, following me over here. I just can't tell you ladies enough how much you mean to me. We are so excited and thrilled for you. And we can't wait to see what this brings to you and to all of us down the road. Thanks so much, Aaron. Oh, my God. That was second broadcasting history being made. All three. (laughs) It was the General Store Paso trifecta. The trilogy. Oh, my God. And we are going to sing you a song now. It's in perfect three-part harmony. Are you ready? And a one. No, we would never, (laughs) ever do that. Um, But I have to say, am I not the luckiest person in the world? I have the best partners. They're my business sisters. They're my family. And I was laughing so hard at the the airplane book earlier, but I could cry right now because what the holidays also is, is that I get to spend all this time with people that I love working really hard alongside each other to do something we really believe in. And it's one of the great joys of my life. So love it. Well, okay. Come see us next week. Yeah, no doubt. I'm down. Check out the ladies at the general store, downtown Paso, 12th street across from the park. Jolie, Aaron, Jillian, appreciate you more than you know, Jolie. Thanks so much for being up in Adam. Thank you so much, Adam. We're excited for you. All right. What a week. Thank you so much for doing this with me. It means so much to have you along for the ride. Thank you for connecting. You can go to adamonteal.com for some suggestions. You want to get involved with the show? You got some show ideas? I would love to chat with you. adamonteal.com. Also, that's the website for our Breaking and Entering Christmas. Click on it right at the top of the page. adamonteal.com at the top, Breaking and Entering Christmas. That is the place to let us know what you got. If you want to help out, what you can do, how to get involved, it is all there. Go to adamonteal.com. And thanks to our friends at United Staffing Associates for giving us our breaking and entering Christmas this year and in years past. They provide staffing, career resources, offer expert help in services like HR consulting, safety training, recruiting, payroll, a lot more. If you're an employee looking for the right job, check them out. If you're an employer looking for a good hire, check them out. Need something seasonal, Christmas work? Let them know. Go to unitedwestaff.com. Well, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. I hope to see you at Cab Franc Day. That's Sunday. That's going to be a lot of fun. I can't tell you how much you mean to me for connecting with us here. I'm Adam Montiel. Have a great weekend. See you tonight at the parade. We are back on Monday, and I hope you will be up and at them. Start again. We'll start again. Let's start again.